Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Off the Edge. I'm Jake Ellamogan. He is Cam Lynch. We are hyped because football is back. It's not just back as in it's next week or it's coming soon. No, we finally got through week one and now it's overreaction Monday. Uh, that's, of course, you know, the irony there. But um, before we get into it, be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, review. However, you are consuming this content. Follow my guy at Cameron Lynch 50 on Twitter. Follow me at JK Bogan for all sorts of content. And uh, Cam, before we get into, you know, paying some bills here with the ad reads, welcome back. You know, <laughs> you, yeah, we, you, you were recording when you were on your honeymoon. So appreciate that. Uh, great co-host right there. Um, but man, how does it feel to finally be back in another NFL season? It, it just... It was amazing. It's amazing, bro. It's here. Um, you know, it's funny because during the wedding, I know it was before the cut day, the cut week. And I was like, hey, let's just get off the airways a little bit because it's a sensitive time. And I was, of course, preparing for the wedding. But I know a lot of guys are seeing if they're going to continue work with NFL or not. And so um, I think just finally getting past that moment, past the preseason, Jake, and the folks that have been following along with this are off the edge and believe in Rams. We've been stretching this thing out, Jake. We're going to find birthday segments, right? Different things to feed the football, you know, football fan. And so now we're here, um, and I'm super excited. That, Jake, no lie, there were some games that I was like, wait a minute, like, Chiefs and Lions, you called it, you know? Um, even the Buccaneers, I mean, the Buccaneers pulling it out. I mean, there's so, I'll, I'll keep going on the list. Cincinnati and Cleveland, there were some games where I was like, what the hell is going on, you know? So, uh, My man really? called the Dallas Cowboys, though, right there. He was yeah. like, oh, I'm taking the boys. I don't yeah. know if you bet 40 to nothing, but uh, nonetheless, you you nailed it on that one. So uh, yeah. great stuff there. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool to see the ones you get right kind of post, post game. Um, <laughs> the folks that are listening, we are not fortune tellers. We love to watch football. We do our research. And, um, yeah, we say how we feel. But just going back to your point, Jacob, being – being in Hawaii, being away for the for the honeymoon. I'm, I'm glad I got my ring, Jake. I know. Oh, that guys, ring's fire, man. Yeah, you know, nice rubber rubber ring, silicone ring. Um, if I'm working out or doing things, I can rock out this way. I got the blue, favorite color, Rams color, so no worries. But here we're covering <laughs> all teams, everything NFL. But, uh, man, it's great to be back, great to be married. I got my Super Bowl ring, my championship ring. Uh, I found my life partner. These guys are actually looking to get a Super Bowl ring for the 2023 24 season but excited to jump in Jake. and of course a word from our sponsors bet online which is your number one source for all your sports betting this season get the latest odds lines and matchup reports for baseball boxing golf and more bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. But Cam, if they want to play some fantasy football or do some pick em, where can they go? Yeah, so underdog fantasy, they can go do that, Jake. And I think you're a champ at that. I know we got to start playing pretty soon here. But you can start playing fantasy football on underdog fantasy today. Users will receive a 100% deposit match up to $100 if they use our promo code OTE at sign up. You can click the link in the description to get started today. 
Awesome stuff. So once again, OTE, Off the Edge, Jake and Cam, you can use any of those codes and it will get you that bonus. So let's dive into this, Cam, because I think we should just start right off the rip with these these games and just what we had. Let's list them all and then let's go through ones that really just stuck out the most to us because uh, we cannot cover all of them yeah. uh, as long as we'd want to. But anyway, Falcons and Panthers. I believe I had the Falcons. Did you have you had the Falcons as well? Yeah, I think or I might have the, I might have the Panthers on that one, Jake. I think I was swayed on. Yeah, the Panthers are going to win the division. They're going to crush it. But I might have I have to go back on the on the record. But I might have said Panthers on that one. I'll keep it honest. I might have said the Panthers. Okay, so so you say the the Panthers. There's a chance you picked the Falcons. It was you know back and forth there. Twenty four to ten, the Falcons won. Um, then we move on to the Browns, twenty-four to three over the Bengals. That's my Super Bowl prediction, man. Uh, good lord, is Week One wild? Um, I think you and I both clearly had the Bengals, and I don't yeah. think it was. I don't think either of us thought it was going to be close. That was uh, the biggest shock to me, Jake. I'm not going to lie. Like the biggest WTF moment out of the weekend was that game. And to be honest, Jake, we're going to go down the line, but a lot of the WTF moments are because of weather. And ball security. Those were the two things that I saw this whole weekend was snaps, the quarterback and center snap exchange. Dude, I think every team oh might have had a, a center and quarterback fumble and change. It's, it's the first week, which is okay. But going into this week two, Jake, people are going to hear us talk about this later on. Ball security. That's what every team is saying. Hold on to the MF in football. I know it. I know it. <laughs> it was holy fumble Sunday. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, no, I totally agree with you there. Uh, Jaguars and Colts got to give a AR a, uh, a shout out there. I thought my man played well, but the Jaguars did win. We both had the Jaguars winning. Um, I don't take rookie quarterbacks. Like I said, last, uh, you know, last week and uh, he looked a little bit better than a rookie quarterback. I would say they had a shot to win that game. Yeah, yeah, no, he did look good, um, and it was cool to hear just kind of the end of the game, um, some quarterbacks talking to each other, and some of the advice was like, hey, protect yourself, you know, and I, I was really cool to hear just an OG in the game, right, really, not really an OG, but an OG telling a, a rookie, like, hey, you're going to do fine, you're going to have some battles, but just protect yourself, and I think that was that was spot on, Jay, because we, we talk about it all the time, who is the backup quarterback for every team, because at some point, the quarterback is going to go down. So I thought that was really good advice from the uh, Jaguars, uh, Jaguars team there. Absolutely. And then looking at the Buccaneers and Vikings, we both took Captain Kirk, but Baker, Baker's cooking your former yeah. team. They looked good, man. They went right into Minnesota. One of the best, uh, in my opinion, one of the best stadiums in all sports. And they went in there and they made it their own stadium because they won 20 to 17. They stole that win. And I thought, you know, Kirk threw for 344 yards. Addison had a touchdown. Jefferson looks amazing still, but Tampa didn't go away. And that defense, you played for them. You played on defense. That defense was the deciding factor. Yes, they showed up. And really, we talked about ball security. That's for the offense. But for the defense, you know, hey, get that ball. And I think we always talk about this. Takeaways determine a game or a win or a loss. We're going to talk about the Giants, uh, the Giants and the Cowboys here pretty soon. And that was not pretty because of the turnover margin. And the Buccaneers, when it came to the turnover margin, they did a great job. 
uh, Winfield, a sack fumble, like, you know, recovery. Like, there was a lot of great things for the Buccaneers. So, great job of those guys. And the Saints and Titans was about as ugly as I expected. Um, but the Saints did pull through. They did win the game. Like, I think you and I both expected. Olave and Derek Carr have a connection. But if anyone thought Derek Carr was miraculously going to turn into an elite quarterback overnight and he wasn't going to be like the Raiders Derek Carr, which is still a good quarterback, top 15 in the league, they were sadly mistaken. This is Derek Carr. This is who he is. And it's okay. It's good enough to win games when the defense is only given up 15 points. Let's just be honest here. But yeah, you and I both had the Saints in this one. Cam, I saw too much of this game. This game was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, talk about Demario Davis leading that defense, Cameron Jordan. Um, and you just talk about the quarterback position. You know, are we going to see Taysom Hill, you know, step up at quarterback a little bit more, you know, and add a little bit more flair and flavor? We'll see. Um, but, yeah, the Saints, I know we talked about them, you know, possibly leading, leading to the division, Jake. And NFC South at this point, I don't know. The Buccaneers won. The Panthers lost. The Saints. So, at this point, it's going to be up for grab shake. And at the end of the day, a lot this division is going to be be decided by a couple games. So they all matter, especially right now, week one, going to week two. Absolutely agree there. And again, Saints don't have Kamara, Kendra Miller. Our guy was hurt. So that run game, I mean, Jamal Williams didn't really do much anything in that run game. So we'll see. The, the run game is definitely going to get better. The passing game is going to get better with Kamara. The Saints are not out of the woodwork. The Titans, I don't know why they kept Tannehill. It goes back to what I said, three interceptions. We move on. Uh, what was the 49ers and Steelers game? We were we were sitting here saying the, the Steelers are going to be spooky, man. The Steelers are the team. People are sleeping on the Steelers. Maybe we're sleeping on the 49ers here because they looked really good. I mean, uh, Brock Purdy had two touchdowns over 200 yards. They basically just sat him on the pine because they're like, we have this game in the bag. Like, we don't, yeah. you know. <laughs> Freddie Ayuk, Freddie Ayuk was going. Oh, yeah. Is. I mean, he was, Jake, he scored touchdown. Let's see put that aside. Let's talk about his blocking, his leadership, um, his poise, right? Like, uh, I was watching the Patriots game. I think it was Jacoby Meyer scored a touchdown and got some taunting penalty, but like, Brandon you score a touchdown, you get back, you score it again. You do it over and over again. And so it was really cool to see him progress as an athlete, um, you know, on the 49ers and just his name. He's about to enter superstardom, I think, Jake. I'm just going to call it now. He's about to hit that that new threshold where he's about to take off. And 49ers, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, dude, I mean, just to see his oh. resurgence. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, if, if anyone doubted our list, saying Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in football – Stop doubting it. Stop doubting yeah. it. Because, I mean, Christian <laughs> McCaffrey is the best running back in football. If he stays healthy the rest of the year, he's going to end up with some crazy numbers because 152 yards rushing? Like, what? Like, like, like know, offensive player of the year? Against I, I the mean, Steelers' defense? Now, I know they got hurt. Leal got hurt at one point. Uh, Hayward, our guy Cam Hayward, unfortunately, is going to miss. He's going to go on IR because of a groin, but... Yeah, Ayuk is on fire. I mean, I didn't really feel like Kittle had to really do much in this game. So 49ers look scary, man. 49ers look like a Super Bowl contender, legit Super Bowl roster. Uh, you know, hats off to them. You know, we've given them some crap because of the whole Trey Lance debacle. But yeah. hey, in Brock Purdy, we'll see if he keeps this up. But he's on a nasty good pace moving forward right now. Uh, if he doesn't, you know, Mr. Relevant. Up there. It's, it's cool to see him keep going, Jake, because Last year, like, is it a fluke? But it's really cool to see, like, no, he's him. 
<laughs> and it's cool to see as bad as this game was, and he's not going to care. He's going to look at it as this is a loss. He's not going to care. No individual accolades. But I'd be I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't mention how freaking awesome TJ Watt was. He had three sacks. Oh. He was the best edge defender, ed, best rusher that we saw on Sunday. That's saying a lot because Nick Bosa was eating. Like he's ready. He's, he got paid. He's not. He's not the take the money and run guy. He got paid. He's yeah. like, all right, let's get let's go back to war. And, and that's what yeah. that's what he did. The Watt the Watt brothers. I mean, like you said, one of the like outside of Aaron Donald, it's him. It's him and Aaron. I think at this point, Jake doesn't. Doesn't hurt that he has Cameron Hayward right right next to him like that. Doesn't hurt, right? But just the fact that he's um, continuously uh, improving, falling out, it's really cool to see. And then I got shout out my guy Colin, Colin Alexander. My man was all over the field. He wasn't he was. perfect, Jake. He wasn't perfect, but he he was felt out there on that football field. So it was really good to see. But other than that, though, that Steelers defense, Jake, they didn't really look too good. Patrick Peterson had a couple of deflections, but. Brandon Ayuk was going to town on, on Patrick Peterson, but we'll dive into that a little bit later. I know we have a couple other teams to cover. <laughs> yeah, I know we could go, we could go all day with that. Patrick Peterson talking a lot of smack about, you know, oh, he gives off this, he has a tell for everything he does. And Brock Purdy was like, wait, who was that again? Was that was yeah. that him on the touchdown I threw? All right. Uh <laughs> very right. professional way to to dig at somebody uh or clap back. Uh the Cardinals commanders. This was we both had the commanders. The Cardinals are not tanking, okay? Let me be very clear when I say this. When we make the joke like they're tanking, that's the organization. That's not the players on the field. I think this is a good reminder. Week one, they came out with a fire. Uh, I didn't think Dobbs was that bad. I mean, he didn't throw touchdowns, but he kept the ball going down the field. Um, I didn't hate what I saw from this Cardinals team. I don't think they're going to be very good. I don't think they win many games, but... Also, I liked what I saw to Howell. I liked what I saw um, out of, you know, Dotson, although they didn't really use Jahan Dotson as much as they should have. Um, people will clown the commanders for barely beating the Cardinals, but it's hard to win week one. It's hard to win any game in the NFL. You don't take yes. it for granted. They protect their home field. They won the game. They moved That's to one and oh, the Giants are oh and one. So they're ahead of the Giants right off the rip. There you go, Jake. There you go. It's you got to control the controllables. There's one game at a time, one win at a time. So don't really look, oh, this is going to be tough or this or that. They, they said they won one game and it's all good. Um, that defensive line for the Washington Commanders, Jake. Oh, nasty. Nasty. And we talked about it. I feel like we're kind of like beating a dead horse here because we talk about the defensive line. <laughs> Chase Young didn't man, even play either. That's what I'm saying, Jake. They showed up. Just because you talk about somebody like, oh, they're this, they're that. Come week one, when you get punched in the mouth, what's going to happen? And those guys responded, that defensive line, Montez Sweat, Josh, Jonathan Allen, I mean, uh, uh, half a sack each maybe. I mean, these guys are unbelievable. So they're going to keep the Washington Commanders in most football games, Jake, but they're going to have to put up points. They're going to have to get their offense going if they want to stay in some of these these titles. But the Cardinals, got to pray for them. Uh, for Dobbs to step in, Jake, within a couple of weeks, I would say, of being on the team, that good job. Well, job well done by him until Kyle Murray comes back. Yeah, of course, they made that quarterback decision after we had posted the video about going with Clayton Toon, because that's what it sounded like. I mean, he made everybody and their mother think Clayton Toon was starting, and that wasn't the case. Um, shout out to Cam Curl. That's my guy. He had a he had a dropped interception, but I thought he played pretty well in that yeah. game. Um, a game that was really weird for me 
was like the Ravens, they won 25 to nine. So it was a blowout. Technically, it wasn't as much of a clinic as I thought we were going to get. Lamar Jackson barely ran the football only six times. So I don't want to, I don't want to talk too much about this because we're going through just listing them right now, but I do want to get into it a little bit later that I think this new offense is going to be an adjustment for Lamar Jackson and his skill set. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I think we talked about it with the bills and Josh Allen, they talked about it. They made it very public. They said, Hey, after the owner's meeting, I think it was like, or beforehand, they're like, Josh, we don't want you to run. We want you to pass more. I think these other coaches, they took notes and like, Hey, you're right. We want to make sure quarterbacks stay healthy because we know this from covering the Rams. When your starting quarterback is not playing, the stuff sucks. So, you know, making make sure he stays healthy and protect the bag. Jake, my man, I paid a whole lot of money, right? I know Joe Burrow got paid his. He's now the highest paid, but Lamar got paid a whole lot of money. So let's protect your investment, right? Put some insurance around him. Don't run the ball so much, Lamar, and uh, we'll, we'll have you for five to ten seasons after this. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, exactly. And CJ Stroud going for 242 in his first game. I, did, I yeah. saw some things I didn't like. But I thought he got better as the game went on, relying on veterans, relying on Robert Woods to move the chains, relying on Nico Collins, him and Nico Collins connected on, you know, 60 uh, reception or six reception, excuse me, not 60, six for 80. Uh, It was a good day for Nico Collins, who's had a hard time staying healthy in this league. Um, OBJ was left with a goose egg. Uh, so I think that was more because just the way the game went on, um, he was targeted in the red zone, everything. There was a PI there, but very interesting game. The Texans, they looked better than a nine point team. They, I felt like they were in that game early on and they were, I mean, it was six to seven, you know, going into the second half. And I think that third quarter unraveling on them, the 15 points they gave up really kind of hurt them. Um, but we both had the Ravens in a blowout and I thought the Texans, you know, I just, it seems different with, you know, our guy, D'Amico Ryans, which is yeah. what you want to see. Yeah, yeah. And, and most of these games, Jake, to these blowouts, we talked about these two touchdown leads. I wish you to call a blowout two touchdown lead. If you win about two touchdowns, it's kind of a blowout. And so I think with those, a lot of those happen, though, after the second half, Jake. After the second half, teams are trying to figure it out. They're fumbling the ball. They're doing whatever. But then after the second half, that's when the game started opening up. Guys got warm. They got figured out. They made their adjustments. So, yeah, man, um, I do think, though, as the season progresses, though, that it's going to extend a little bit more, right? Got, people are going to know who is who. They're going to watch film. And it's going to extend a little bit more. But for those that just kind of watch the first half of these games, it was very, very tight games uh, first half of most of these. Speaking of which, oh, boy, did the Packers just explode in the second half. You're talking about 28 points in a game that looked very winnable for the Bears at home, you and I both took the Bears. I took them by 10. They lost by 18. Justin Fields had a hard time reading the defense yet again. Uh, I didn't see the jump I was expecting at, based on the hype I heard all offseason about Justin Fields. The offensive line wasn't the offensive line we thought it was going to be. This was disappointing uh, for somebody. I believe I was pretty high on the Bears going into this game, but... The real, and this is not being talked about enough, the real storyline of this game was Jordan Love. He Mm -hmm. looked like Aaron Rodgers throwing that back shoulder fade at the end of the game. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, three touchdowns, 245 yards. I mean, what's-his-face was out. You know, their their second Christian, I already forgot his name. Um, Uh, 
Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. No, Aaron uh, Jones. Aaron Jones eight. Falling. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Dobbs eight. Um, I cannot remember the guy's name right now, but they yeah. got him from North Dakota State, and you know, I just feel like watching him um, the tight last end. year. Not the tight end. Not the tight end. The wide Sorry, receiver. Mm. Yeah, the wide receiver. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the way they were balling, and that's I think that was the biggest thing for me. So you have Christian Reed? Watson. Jaden Reed. It was Christian Watson. Got so it. Got Watson it. last year had a good year up and down at the beginning and then really turned it on at the end of the year with Aaron Rodgers. Christian Watson didn't play and it didn't matter. Cam, it did not matter because at the end of the day, Jordan love went into a hostile environment against a rival team at soldier field and won the game. It was flawless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, he looked great. Jake, there's, some quarterbacks that didn't look great, and there's some that did, and it looked like he belonged. It looked like the team didn't, I don't want to say uh, move without a hitch, right, because Aaron Rodgers, that's a major drop-off, but Jordan Love is moving that team along, and he's moving them forward. It looks comfortable. It looks good, and it feels like they're going to win some games. Jake, win some games, maybe make the playoffs, a little wild-card action. That's that's all you're going to ask for, to be honest, after a, a, a Hall of Famer <laughs> leaves your yeah. team, right? It's like the second person up. Get us to the playoffs, please, and we'll figure it out from there. We'll get you some weapons. We'll figure it out. But Jordan Love, bravo, my man. Thinking of uh, speaking of a team that I think is going to win some games and maybe more games than we thought, and a team that's just going to stick around. The Raiders went into Denver and upset Denver. Um, they went seventeen sixteen. I got to give credit first off. Russell Wilson played really well. So yeah, I, I was decent, yeah, yeah I, I was hot, uh, very very hard on him. Even in the analysis of them winning, um, but they lost, and now I'm giving him props uh, because yeah. he was really good. I'm not trying to discredit him at all because Judy didn't even play. Um, but Jacoby he missed, Myers, a, he missed a couple. He missed a couple passes too. Jake ran some easy like, oh, it's, it's like, oh, that's age. We see kind of why you talk about Seattle. They moved along because it's like, okay, he's not as sharp as he used to be, but my man is still ball. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. He can he can definitely still ball. So I was watching, and Garoppolo, I thought, had command of the offense. Um, Josh Jacobs didn't really have to get going in this game, but and he will down the stretch. But um, Jacoby Myers, like yeah. what, and we talked about what Devontae Adams was saying, how he wasn't utilized enough in New England. It was almost criminal. Nine catches, 81 yards, two touchdowns. This guy only had like two touchdowns in New England. I'm overreacting a little bit, but he hardly had touchdowns. I think he went a full year without getting in the end zone. It was like a meme. Yeah. So it was great to see him, you know, finally get in the end zone there Flexing, and, and yeah. live there, you know, <laughs> like live there. I'm a little worried about the concussion moving into this upcoming game, but Raiders? I don't yeah. I don't think either of these teams are going to be great, but the Raiders yeah. might be better than I initially thought. Yeah, and they got to get their run game, run game going. I think you talk about it, um, you know, the run game wasn't where we, you know, wanted normally, right? Cuz usually we're seeing Jacobs break for 100 yards, you know, you know, uh, X amount of touchdowns. It wasn't where we wanted it to be, but once he does figure it out, it's the first game of the season, it's all good, but Talk about Jacoby Myers. Talk about the celebration. He had that Tony celebration. Yeah, it looks like he hasn't been there before, right? The end zone because he hasn't. <laughs> Based off of what you told us, um, and it's going to be really cool to see him develop, right? You got Devontae Adams on the other side, so he's going to show him, hey, you know, when you score, act like you've been there before. You're the Terminator, right? 
once you score, put that mask on or get back um, on deep or how Kobe Bryant used to do, right? The mama mentality. You score a point, you dunk on somebody, blank face. It doesn't matter. You're back on defense. You're preparing for that next big play. So hopefully Jacoby can uh, celebrate, you know what I mean, these touchdowns, but then eventually gets to the point where it's like, oh, this is just clockwork. Like Brandon Ayuk was. Brandon Ayuk, when he scored his touchdowns, man, that his teammates that went right back to the sideline called it a day. So, but not taking away from Jacoby. He had an excellent game. I'm looking forward to seeing his growth, man, this season. So, yeah. And the NFC champions, I mean, barely won this game against New England on the road. Uh, the Patriots yeah. looked better than I thought. Mac Jones had a moment where he looked, I mean, it was an awful throw, but then. For the most part, I thought he played pretty well. 316 yards, three touchdowns, an interception. But, um, you know, I think the the big thing here was just kind of surviving in week one on the road. You know, a lot of pressure. Uh, teams are, I believe, two and nine, I read, in the last 11 games, uh, last 11 seasons. Teams that lose in the Super Bowl are two and nine against the spread. Uh, in the first game of the year. So I thought that was interesting. It seems like there's just a lot of pressure and say what you will. I know they played different teams, but the Eagles lost the Super Bowl and won their first game of the season and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl and lost their first game of the season. So um, mm. should be interesting there. I think you and I both had the Eagles there. Um, yeah. And one thing too about the Patriots though, Jake, you're talking yeah. about Mac Jones. That, the, that was a weather game as well. So Mac Jones at the beginning did not look great. I was like, his pass were a little late. They were behind his receivers. I'm like, hey man, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> and then he started figuring out a little bit more. I think after Jalen Hurts, um, he fumbled the ball. It was a run play. He got hit, fumbled the ball. I think that's when Mac was like, oh, we actually have a chance to come bring this thing back. So um, it was really cool to see him kind of wake the heck up uh, and move the football down the field because, yeah, Jake, I was thinking at one point, I was like, the way he's throwing this ball, how delayed it is, it's like they might think about trading him next year. And if, if he doesn't, if Bill Belichick, if he gets on his nerves, they might think about trading him because it was not looking good. But the way he fought back was awesome. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, Jake, you, you had him on your list of running backs. I think maybe the honorable mention is to see him really emerge was fantastic. I mean, he was just cutting through. I mean, if, if, if I'm any GM, I'm looking like, hey, the Patriots let that young man go. I'm going to scoop him up like a ground ball. So um, he, bought, he he played really well. And Ezekiel Elliott, I know he had that fumble. It was, it was a little unfortunate to see because that was his thing. And the Cowboys is that ball security. So, Hopefully he finds his way with the Patriots, but uh, yeah, ball security is is the takeaway for for Ezekiel Elliott there. Yeah, no, big time there. And then I would say this next game, man, did somebody put somebody <laughs> on notice? Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, yeah. Talk to my man with some respect. Yeah, talk to me nice. <laughs> yeah, talk to me nice. 466 yards passing, three touchdowns, an interception, but Tua and Tyreek Hill and Jalen oh, Waddle, um, you know, say what you will. And I was one of those people I said that the Dolphins made a mistake not taking Justin Herbert with the third pick and taking Tua because I was concerned about Tua's um, hit. Basically, I was concerned about his injury history, and that was not the yeah. concussions. Um, now we're concerned about concussions, but if he stays healthy, 
this Dolphins team is yeah. going to make a run. They're going to get yeah. Jalen Ramsey at the end of the season. They don't even That's need Jalen Ramsey <laughs> right now. That's the crazy, That's crazy. thing. Yeah. Um, I know they gave up 34 points. This is one of the best offenses in football as well with the Chargers. I mean, if yeah. you look, Justin Herbert, his stats aren't amazing because Justin Herbert wasn't asked to be amazing. Justin Herbert was asked to basically, it was kind of a weird the game plan was interesting because they wanted to run the ball. I mean, you saw Josh yeah. Kelly, who we saw in the preseason, have a good preseason. They used Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly found yeah. the end zone. Uh, Austin Eckler. This guy could have been, you know, over hey, 200 man. yards if they kept giving them ball, you know? Hey, the man. Yeah. Dude, so uh, Eckler, Jake, Eckler. Now, let's just pause on Eckler really quick. Like, <laughs> I know you don't want to pay the man, but he's like a magnet to the end zone. You know, at first I was oh, like, I know. okay, I but just seeing him, I'm like, dude, he's, the end zone and him have a marriage. Let's just get them together and pay the man his money because that's that's insane. Yeah, and then Ty, Tyreek Hill. Is he not <laughs> is he not the biggest game breaker? And you knew Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He watched Thursday night football. He watched that. He saw yeah. Patrick Mahomes with no receivers and was like, All right, bet. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm gonna go out you. there, I'm gonna drop a two fifteen burger on you in the first week. What? <laughs> Yeah, 215 you know, that, yards. Jake, that's Mike McDaniel, though, bro. It's, it's the thing about, like, someone mentioned it on Twitter. They were like, I saw a lot of good football this week. I saw a lot of bad football this week. And at the end of the day, all these players are capable, right? Like, all these guys are capable. My question goes to the play calling, the coaching. What does that look like? Think about the Bengals. What the hell were they calling? What were they doing? The Browns, they just got they just out-coached them. We know Joe Burrow, you talked about it, is the fullest team in the NFL. The fact that they did not win at U.S. coaching, my man. But going back to the Dolphins, it's about them right now. Mike McDaniel, he was able to get that team in positions to win football games, right? We talk about Tyreek Hill lining up in the backfield right during – and I saw this, I was like, why is he in the backfield? Well, because they're playing man coverage. And when you have a guy that quick in the backfield, you motion him out. Now he's singled up on someone and best the hell of luck. And the fact that Tyreek Jake – was being double teamed and he still got open. Come on, man. Two of Mike, Mike McDaniel. This team is, is cooking, bro. This could be Jake. And one more thing. I'm sorry. I, I feel like this is a preview of the AFC championship, to be honest. Um, I know Ooh. we got this the, the Dolphins and the Chargers. I'm gonna call it now. That was a preview of the AFC championship because after I seeing after seeing the Chiefs lose, not sure what the Bills are gonna do later today, but I'm going to call this as the AFC preview championship game. The Dolphins looked awesome on the road without their left tackle. I mean, and Tua, Tua's like, I don't need a left tackle. Who needs a left tackle? Yeah, I can yeah, see not, that side. That's not even my blind side. I need a right tackle, right? So it's like, right. I can go out there without whoever. I think it was Kendall Lamb. Uh, I mean, it didn't matter. Didn't matter. Yeah. Tua was him. 466 yards passing week one game of the week game of the week <laughs> that, that was awesome but speaking of game of the week the game i thought was going to be the game of the week the rams and seahawks started off a little mm-hmm. interesting uh the rams were um you know going into the half they were down 13 to 7 and after that they scored 23 points in the second that- half they held seattle to one first down I was told this team was tanking, Cam. I was told yeah. that, <laughs> and we both picked the Rams, and the people would be like, well, yeah, we see the Rams banner in your background. We know you guys are the hosts <laughs> of Believe in Rams, but no, 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 because we've been real. We've picked losses before. Uh, look, this Rams team, 
excellent coaching. Going back to your point, Sean McVay, Raheem Morris, put some respect on Raheem Morris's name. Holy God. Yeah. Um, this was coaching Ryan Wendell, the new offensive line coach they bring in all of a sudden the offensive line is, is just impenetrable. Like it was just unstoppable. Yeah. Stafford's in his bag. He's thrown from five different arm angles up here, here, down here. At one point he's thrown like this, uh, to two, two Atwell. And the thing is just an absolute beam. Uh, by the way, two, two Atwell, believe in two, two, 119 receiving yards. My guy finally gets a start with Stafford and immediately, uh, goes off. And I think he was somewhat underutilized in this game. You look at Puka Nakua. Is he a future superstar? Sure. Looked like it. So, and think about this, no running game to speak of. Okay. Kyron. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Kyron. There weren't a lot of holes. Seattle sold out to stop the run because they're like, Oh, the Rams don't have Cooper Cup. They didn't buy into these receivers, Cam. They didn't buy into them for a second. So they're like, the Rams are going to run the football. We're going to stifle them. We're just going to, you want to run the football? The last year you did with Cam Akers, week 18, you, you dropped 100. We're not going to let you do that. All right, that's fine. But you're not going to let us, uh, you're, you're, you're not going to stop us from throwing the ball. And that's what Stafford said. And basically 344 yards passing. My guy didn't throw a touchdown. Doesn't matter. He led yeah. multiple scoring drives. Cam, they scored on every single drive in the second half. And furthermore, they missed two field goals. They had one blocked, missed two field goals. So that could have been 36 points. And then the only punt that they had was when they were backed up first and 30 because of penalties. Cam, this team's legit. I understand yeah. it's week one, but this the, the whole they're going to win five games, they're going to tank for Caleb Williams needs to go out the window after this. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Michael Floor for coming. You talk about the new O-line coach. Shout out to these coaches that have come in and switch things around. I mean, this is looking like, Jake, a championship team. This is looking like a contending team. I heard one of the broadcasters say, Stafford is just wheeling and dealing out there. And I haven't heard that in a long time. So the fact that he has time, Jake, to throw the football, he's, I mean, a couple balls, Jake, he overthrew Puka Naku, who had the defenders. <laughs> he, he had woolen beat on one of the plays, Jake. He had woolen torch, and the ball was just overthrown a little bit. But Puka Naku had some great catches on the sidelines, some toe taps. Man, this team's looking good. And Kyron Williams, Jake, returning kicks and punts. And then also, I can make the two argument. Tons? Two tuds. Maybe looking a little bit better than Cam Akers. Not that he is. I know we, we talked about this at the beginning of the last year. You were really big on Kyron. You're like, Kyron's going to be the guy. And I think he's showing it, Jay. Right last year, Cam Akers went off towards the end of the year. And Kyron was like, wait, I'm him too. So he showed that, Jake. And the backfield is looking beastly. The offensive line is looking beastly. Aaron Donald got people saying, oh, my God. <laughs> right? You sent me that clip. <laughs> so I mean, Oh, yeah, you saw that. Oh, Byron Young. Dude. Five he pressures. May, five pressures, right? Exactly. People would not say, oh, he doesn't have many sacks. I think he had maybe one or a half sack. But, man, when I say when I say the Seattle Seahawks, when I say they were running for their life at the quarterback position, Geno Smith, because Byron Young was on his ass. <laughs> so I'm glad that I'm glad the Rams picked him up. I'm glad that, um, Aaron Donald has a good teammate to kind of filter some of that stuff in. And think about it, a lot of these guys were eating on the defensive line because of those two. So job well done by McVay in that that front office in the offseason because they turned they turned it around. And Pete Carroll sitting there like he was smiling. They're going to the playoffs the last time. The last time he was on that field against the Rams, week 18. 
in the regular season, they're going to the playoffs, right? That's it's done. They, they just clinched the playoffs smiling, everything this time. He's like, I, I, I don't know. I, we, 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 I, we called, like I saw the, the presser in like the second half. He's like, we, we called this. We thought it was going to work. And we just, just couldn't find anything out there. It's like yeah. that defense, the defense that he's talking about this is the defense. that got rid of Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, Taylor Rapp, right? Nick Scott, all those guys gone. So that defense, but it was also the defense, the defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, who gets a lot of crap. That's also the defense that kept them in 16 out of the 17 games last year going into the fourth quarter. So anyway, enough about that. You and I said the Rams were going to win. We weren't surprised. We were just surprised in the way they did. This was a complete drubbing domination, whatever you want to call it. Moving on to the Cowboys and Giants here, the last game. Oh, um, God. It was, uh, well, let's just put it this way. Let's put it very nicely. It was 26 nothing at half. Um, now, I think this is one of those games where the Cowboys are legit and the Giants aren't as bad as they looked. So call me crazy. I think the Cowboys no, right. are legit. I think the Giants aren't as bad as they looked. Yes. Um, and there are a lot of people getting on, uh, you know, um, Daniel Jones for getting paid. Here's what I would say to that, Okay. That game last night was a bad game. Daniel Jones yes. did not look good. But to be fair, the elements, Dak only threw 143 yards. It's not like yeah. Dak looked great either. I was sitting there <laughs> and I'm like, they're winning 40 to nothing. You'd think Dak Prescott had 500 yards, six touchdowns. <laughs> you know, it was it, their defense. <laughs> it was their defense. And yeah. Tony Pollard, this is what happens. This is why I've been saying for years, Zeke Elliott is just wasting reps that Tony Pollard could be having. You tried to say he's not good enough. He can't be a bell cow. We didn't get him high enough. We didn't pick him in the first round. No. Tony Pollard is one of the most dangerous running backs in football. Two, uh, yes. 14 carries, 70 yards, two touchdowns. That's coming off that injury, Cam, that ended his yeah. season abruptly. Tony Pollard has a chance to be an offense player of the year this year. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm serious when I say that. Yeah, yeah, no, I think when it comes to just the Cowboys in general, talk about their run game. It was excellent. I believe Dak uses tight ends really well. CD had some explosive plays, right? And you didn't throw for many, but I think CD had an explosive play. And just in general, I think the defense for the Cowboys won this game. It wasn't – Pollard was a guy, but no one was super impressive. It was the defense, right? Diggs with the forced fumble. Uh, Parsons – Rushing like a madman, dude. So oh my God. these these guys were playing out of their mind, and Gilmore I that that would happen. Gilmore, I mean, these guys are just clicking. They're clicking on defense. They're causing problems. And when there's rain, there's rain. When it's the first game of the season, we talk about um, if you think something's going to go bad, it will go bad. That's what the Giants were thinking. They're like, man, like I hope I don't fumble this snap when it's wet and raining outside. Fumble the snap. Well, I hope. You know, our, our guy, Saquon, doesn't follow the football and they score for a uh, run for a touchdown. That happened, you know? So there was a lot of ball security issues. That's why the score looks so crazy. It's not because the Giants are extremely bad. No, it's because their ball security <laughs> was extremely bad and, and it's showing now. It's showing. Yeah, I can tell you right now, the Giants are going to be so jealous of the Jets. They're going into the same home stadium tonight, and it's 76 degrees at game time. There's going to be no rain whatsoever, so we can run our offense however we want to run it. And the Giants are like, ah. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey it's, it, is, it is what it is. You're going to got 16 more games to figure it out. But, sir, that, that 
game was hopefully the worst game of their season. I hope, Jay, because that was that was atrocious. <laughs> I know. I have the Giants in the playoffs. I thought they were going to be really good, but hey, it is week one. It's overreaction Monday, so we're having some fun with this. Um, now to to wrap this thing up before we get into our prediction and our preview for this game, the the Jets and Bills game. Um, I just want to go over some of, I have all the, the weekly leaders. Okay. I'm right in front of me. So let's just go over. Let's, let's shout some people out. We already did two attack by low. I'm not going to do it again because now it just sounds ridiculous. Uh, shout out my guy, Matthew Stafford, 334 yards. We already talked about him. Um, but how about when we talk about Jordan love, how about Trevor Lawrence? Okay. Trevor Lawrence had an interception that wasn't entirely his fault. I thought he played extremely well. And one of the plays in particular against the Colts, he rolled all the way against his body and found a wide open Calvin Ridley, who we will get to in a sec. Amazing game by Trevor Lawrence because they got punched in the mouth by the Colts. They went third on fourth down twice. The play calling was atrocious. I got to say it was not like the Jaguars. Very uncharacteristic. They go for it twice. The Colts defense shut them down. Okay, and Trevor Lawrence didn't give in to that. He led the drive. He led them back, and they won a tough rivalry game on the road. When look, Shaq Leonard's back. We don't even know what the Colts' defense is. That was an up in the air moment, and the Jaguars have a lot of pressure on them this year because everybody and their mothers picking them to win that division. There are people picking them to go to the Super Bowl. A lot of pressure, and I thought Trevor Lawrence looked an even better quarterback than when we last saw him. Yeah, he looked great. He looked great. And we're seeing on the offensive side, Jake, um, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, I got to give him the game ball. I mean, this guy balled out. You think about Bebo, Christian McCaffrey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock Purdy, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Brandon Ayuk was that guy. He, I mean, he showed up and showed out. I was super impressed with him. I mean, Fred Warner, if it's Santa 49ers a little bit too, Jake, Fred Warner, dude, like this guy, I mean, flying downhill. I mean, he's left, right. Slapping ball footballs down. I mean, this guy is unbelievable. So, um, if, I, I know I jumped back. I jumped the defense really quick, but I just want to say on the 49ers, I just want to give the game ball to those two guys. But offense in general throughout the whole week, excuse me, Brandon Ayuk is one of my my offensive MPs of the week. So I got to give a shout out um, to a receiver that hasn't played football, and it is his fault. I'm not saying it was just whatever. But he hasn't played football in 686 days until yesterday because my man, Calvin Ridley, went over 100 yards in his first game back and a touchdown, and he hadn't played football in 686 uh, days. What? What? And I never doubted because I've been really high on Calvin Ridley coming in this this year, and I, I brought it up. I was like, why is everyone forgetting that they made that trade right at the deadline for Calvin Ridley? They gave up the second rounder and they're like, you know what? This is going to pay serious dividends next year. People are like, oh yeah, the Jaguars just traded for a guy that's not even going to help about the roster this year. I was like, yeah, because they're thinking long-term with their long-term <laughs> franchise quarterback. It's a genius move. And when you watch this, it was like, Calvin's already the number one guy on that offense with with Trevor Lawrence. He is the number one option. Eight catches, 101 yards. Um, he had a touchdown that was taken away from him. And, uh, you know, look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think this is just the uh, the beginning. I think there, yeah. he might have a 200-yard game this year. I think he yeah. and Trevor Lawrence are dangerous. And we're not talking yeah. about other guys as well. I mean, when you look, you know, Zay Jones got in the end zone. I mean, Travis Etienne looked good still. 
Yeah. I mean, our yeah. guy Tank Bigsby got in the end zone, right? Yeah. The rookie. So do you look at those guys? We're not even talking about Christian Kirk, who's probably the highest paid of all those guys. And they also paid Evan Ingram. This yeah. Jaguars offense is disgusting. It really is. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was a credit to to your point, because you had mentioned like there are some ballers on that that Colts defense. Yeah. I think the Colts defense did everything they could and they played a good game, but talent beats talent. And it's just, man, there was a lot of talent on this Jaguars team. You just, it, it became overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And I know wrapping up here soon, but we talked about Ridley and I want to talk about the Falcons, right? His Matt Ryan connection. I know Matt Ryan had got some flack on CBS. I think he was covering the game. And someone brought the 28 to three, you know, lead that they blew, but I just want to hold it on the Falcons in that Panthers game. I know, Calvin Ridley was with the Falcons before. And when he was there, Jake, he was that guy, right? He was that guy um, when he was there. And I knew he was going to be him because we talk about just um, Julio Jones. Who I was trying to think of his name. Julio Jones was him now. Julio Jones, think about Mike Evans, Julio Jones, talking about some of the best receivers in the league a couple of years ago. And then Calvin Ridley pops on the scene. And his routes are a bit better than Julio's. He's not as like big play as Julio, but he is that guy. So it's really cool to see him find success with the Jaguars and going to that Falcons and Panthers game, man, the person that I want to highlight, Jake, and you brought him up before, but I don't think I really paid attention to him. Um, but our guy, uh, Tyler Algier, man, I mean, I know Bijan. You had read my somebody. mind. <laughs> I was going to read Bij- next. You know, Bijan Robinson, Jake, he had a great game. He broke somebody off for a touchdown. Like he, Bijan is looking like how Bijan should look. Um, he, he can start on any team, but Tyler Algier, Jake, he can start on any team too. The fact, Jake, that it's kind of like a, a, a death by a thousand cuts, right? Like he would pop a five yarder, 15 yarder, 20 yarder, 10 yarder, but like consistently, and he's sharing reps and he's that good. So it was really good to see him, Jake. And I do think that Desmond Ritter, I know you're high on Desmond Ritter, Jake, but seeing him play, he looked okay. He looked uh, you can All say right. I, I I saw it too. I think there's a chance okay. Heineke and I like him. Don't get me wrong. I've been high on him, but I'll tell you right now, uh, de- he is holding back this offense. And I don't know if it was just that game and he got jitters. He needs to throw past the, I mean, just the line of scrimmage, not even the first down marker, the line of scrimmage, man. He is way too conservative. He's, he has like an 80 something percent completion percentage. This is where that stat gets really misleading. I am, I'm rooting for him, but you have Kyle Pitts. You have Drake London. The game was a blowout at the end. They took over two possessions. There's no excuse not to get those guys involved moving forward because you're not going to have those games. You're not going to win 24 to 10 every game. So when he has to step up for his team, we need to see that done. There's no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts about it, or Taylor Heineke is going to be under center. Um, real quick for you. Uh, just just real quick before we get into that game and then we wrap it up here. Josh Allen had three sacks. TJ Watt had three sacks, like I already mentioned. Drake Jackson. Okay. The 49ers spent a high pick on Drake Jackson. He had three sacks on Sunday. Crazy. Another guy. They're already incredible defense. Another guy who is stepping Another. up and finding his stride. Another one. Uh, <laughs> Dennis Gardeck on the um, the uh, Carol- uh, sorry, the Arizona Cardinals, too. Uh, Odigizawa for Odigizawa for the uh, the Dallas Cowboys defense tackle had two, and Dorrance Armstrong Jr. Kansas boy had two for the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, those are those guys, the weekly leaders, 
And going into this real quick, Bills Jets, I get the Jets. I think this is going to be a fun game. I think we're going to see a lot of James Cook for the Bills. They are going to run the ball more than people think. I'm telling you that right now. They're going to run it more than people think. They're not going to let Josh Allen run it as much as people think. And I think this game is going to come down the wire. But I got Aaron Rodgers leading a game-winning drive uh, at Jet Life Stadium. We could call it that because the Giants didn't even score yesterday. Um, So I'm going to take them 27 to 23. I think it's going to be a fun game. I think Dalvin and James Cook light the night on fire. They're all going to just run wild in this one. I like it. I'm going to go 30 to 21. I'm going to call it a, it's going to be, it's going to be a high scoring game. I think Jake, I think those guys can put points on the board. Um, The defense is going to have to show up, right? Whatever defense shows up is going to win this game. But I do think the Jets, Aaron Rodgers stepping in week one. Come on, man. This is the show. Let me make sure I, I cut my teeth, set my alarm and cut my TV on for AR8. So I'm excited to see him, Jake. I might have to get a jersey, to be honest, before he retires. Cause I, like I don't it. know that. I jumped on the Brady bandwagon a little bit later after he joined the Buccaneers. I played for him. I'm like, okay, he's my guy now. So Aaron, now he's with the Jets. I'm like, okay, let's let's check him out. So I hope he does well. But I, I got I got the Jets winning that one against the Bills. And, and I will say this, Jake, I keep saying it, but if they don't pass Diggs the ball, Diggs doesn't have a couple of touchdowns this game, one or two this game, he's going to be scratching his head like, man, y'all got to trade Walk me. right off the sideline. <laughs> and some little Antonio Brown action, no, but. Man, we'll I got to go and be with my brother in Dallas, you know? Yeah, give me the star because those boys are balling out. So, yeah, man, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we we will see. It should be fun. Bills are two-point favorites. That is some disrespect. The, the Jets are underdogs at home. Uh, 44 and a half is the over-under, so I think we both think it's going to be over that. But, uh, yeah, should be a fun game. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll be back later on the week to preview the next week. Um, but I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch and this has been off the edge until next time you guys take care later folks.